I love you guys. How's everybody this morning? Good. Appreciate y'all uh, letting me share my heart this morning. It's just neat to see the whole body working together, and um, it's just incredible. We we all miss uh, chatting, sharing deeply, and it's uh, it's pretty amazing. Though I was during the David Hogan conference, and uh, as Chad's been teaching us in season different things and walking us and growing us as a body, as a family together, because there's lots of different pieces and lots of different gifts and lots of different places of growth, but to be a true father and a pastor and a leader that can that can get the family together and, and that we all grow individually and we're all moving forward. Um, I know in three years since I've been here, God has just transformed my life and he's continually doing that as I move and walk with him. And uh, something that Zach said earlier has truly been happening in our lives is, is true submission. You know, when you submit... When you truly submit under godly authority, then God has room to grow you in some things. And then when there's agreement in a family, that's what threatens the enemy. And so as I was watching that conference, as the leader that we have that's been spending time and sacrificing on his face and on his tears and sweat that he's poured out for God's people, I look up. And everybody's helping run the show, if that makes sense, from the background. Everybody did their part, and it was just extremely neat to see what everybody did and fill the pieces. And it's truly, to me, to me, God's heart. And to me, it's, it's watching a man of God lay his life down. He doesn't just get up here and say that. As we all know, we all know from a fact that he lives it out. And so... As that happens, it makes you individually want to walk it out with him. That makes sense? I know it does because I'm not the only one in here that feels that way. So it makes me, it creates a hunger and fire inside of us individually. You know, when you have fire by one person, it can do some damage. But when you have fire by a, an army, nothing can stand against it. Just as when the speakers went out, everything elevated. That's the power and authority he's been teaching us about. So this morning, God's just been really stirring something in my spirit this week. And I wasn't sure how to all put it together, but the, but the words that started out stirring in my belly was embrace your season. Truly embrace your season. Tyler, embrace your season. Whether we're, as he's preached before, on the highs or lows, we got to embrace our season. And how tempting it is at times to kind of run off with what's going on maybe and leave the fundamental things that, that he's trying to establish. And so just like the, the home life from our wives to our children, if I don't have that and I'm trying to minister everybody outside of that, 
it, it's what he's teaching us right now, but that's where true, the true authority and the power comes from. And to me, that's what I saw at this conference is because Chad's been establishing and setting things up. There are reasons for a season. Does that make sense? And we've been taught not to try to, not to get out of our season, to hear the word of God in season. And so Chad's been laying something out, and it just, it just works out to be how it all worked out at this conference. As he's been parting to the family here, when that encounter, when that attack came, when something hit, everybody roared because of the home life is getting grounded, right? And we, we can fight from this, and then when we get this, then we can war in that from this. Does that make sense? So there are reasons that the fathers would, would be releasing a word, and it's wisdom to embrace what's being said. Does that make sense? And so I want to have the wisdom of God in my life. I don't want to think I got something and jump ahead of what God's doing. And I've done that enough in my life. I want to rest and abide. So God's just really been talking to me this week about embracing, resting, and abiding in the Father. And there is security in that. Even though our natural may seem away through our week, things may be going away. But when we're at rest in peace, so it's like this in a marriage. If a husband or wife comes in and they're frustrated and you're standing with that place of peace, no matter what's said, no matter how they feel, no matter what you feel in their atmosphere, if you keep it at peace, it calms and it heals, and it brings life and love to the situation. But if I can't do it with my wife, how do I do it with my kids? How do I do it with my brothers? And how do I do it out in the world? I can't. So I've got to embrace the season. And I may be good on Monday, but i got to do it on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So those are some things God's been, been, uh, been putting on me, and I... If y'all want to go with me, I'm going to read out of John 15. You know, we serve such an awesome Savior, don't we? Amen. You know, there's been times in my life when I've struggled with another personality or someone that sees something different. And the Lord was showing me, I was driving down the road the other day, and the Lord was showing me, he said, he said, Tyler, when you come to a place, when you see me in that person, you can't help but love them no matter what their view is or no matter what they're saying. And... I feel like in, in my life, and I think this can be in all of our lives, the more we can see Jesus in the circumstance, the more that there's a natural hunger. For a long time, I've tried to be something that it's like I wasn't getting. Does that make sense? Like, like I, it was a struggle. And yesterday, I was thinking about something, and the Lord just told me, 
you're going to have to rest in me and allow me in each circumstance to fulfill it. And so um, I think for my life at times, I've wanted to be further than I was. Like I'm always looking at what I'm not. And so last week I kind of shared about a thankful heart where God was showing me about um, being thankful from where I've came from. Um, but just embracing where I'm at because things take time. And that's something, I've been a very impatient person. And I'm like, ah, it's time, let's go. And the Lord's like, no, we're going to wait. And as Chad was speaking last Sunday during our worship about waiting, you know, and he was talking about our, our mindset, you got to have a pretty pretty balanced mindset in Christ to be able to sit and wait in the quietness. And like he said, if, you ha- if you've never tried it, try it, because when you try it, you'll, you'll really find out. It'll be exposed if, you're really, if your mind really is in the hands of Jesus. And, and so I know, like, through our seasons, sometimes it takes time that we get impatient for, and I have, but things just take time. But that's what was cool about this. But what I'm saying that I could see in this conference is over time how God's exploding this family. And people are growing and, and their gifts and their callings and doing what God's called them to be and to do. And uh, um, But in John, I'm just going to read John 15, 1 through 8. And he says, I am the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit. He taketh away, and every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth, that it may bring more fruit. You know, those are those are things in my life. It gets uncomfortable. Him purging me, but I want to invite that. I want to embrace what it takes to get Tyler's old flesh to melt away, so that the, the living Jesus Christ Himself can rise up within me because when I begin to come to a place when life's not about Tyler anymore and it's been about Tyler my whole life but when I get to a place when it's not it's truly about Christ then it's going to be truly about everybody else and so when it is that's when I'm in a place when I can impact people around me and so when I live in a heavenly kingdom and I don't live for this earthly kingdom anymore you know, there was just something that happened to me just the other day. Like, I, God was showing me some things, and I was in, I could just feel the Holy Spirit showering upon me. And then all of a sudden, I get this phone call to do with work. And then I talked for a minute, and everything was good, but I got off, and my mind starts racing in the world. Like, what do I need to do here in five minutes? And what, you know, nah, you know. And I went to, to try to get back to that place, and it, like, it wasn't happening. Has anybody been there? It took me three times of repenting <laughs> the other day. I say, okay, Lord, I repent right now in the name of Jesus. I ask you to take control of my mind. And I'd sit there, and i go, and then here I go again. And finally, the third time, I said, Lord, I'm yours. Just take control. And all of a sudden, I felt everything in me just melt and rest. And I think... It's just going to take time. You know, I've lived a whole life full of letting my mind 
take off instead of asking the Lord, what do you have in this moment? And I want him to be every part of my moment. But I just embracing the purge. Let's embrace those times. It says, now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine, no more can ye accept ye abide in me. I am the vine and ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me you can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my word abides in you, ye shall, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples." You know, God's just been doing a lot in me and growing me as, as being a disciple and trying to make my life all about Him. And I, in order to do that, I have to truly abide. And as worship was going about that invitation of being with Jesus, how many times I've asked that in my life, and I didn't truly understand, I thought I was wanting it, but is anybody else in here that's been in that place, you, you, you think you want it, you ask it, but you really don't because you keep pursuing the things of this world, whether it's money or whatever, work or whatever it is. And so I, re I truly want to abide in Christ Jesus so much that I see him in every circumstance. So when I was in the prayer, there in the prayer tunnel at the Hogan thing, and I went on the other end the, other, the last night, and I got to watch everybody walk, and God just broke me and melted me for this fact. It's, like, it's almost like I was the father seeing his children walk to him. My whole life has been about me asking for prayer and asking for things for Tyler. But to finally come to a place when, when I look at it from the eyes of the father and, and just so melted because of someone else. That's what he wants out of Tyler. And so that was just just so, so incredible. Um, I want to go to John 6, uh, 53. This has been one of my favorite passages for a long time because this has been my desire for a while now is this very thing. It says, Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. And I just want to live a life of partaking of Jesus, of drinking him and eating him, and it being a lifestyle. I think at times it's easy to get in a place where you do it at certain times. But to me, when you embrace your season, you're partaking of all of him. 
and you're not thinking about rushing out of your season because to me, when I think about rushing out of my season, it's for something that I'm wanting. I mean, it can be ministry. It can be thinking that I want to get out of this season so I can see so many souls saved or whatever, and it all sounds good, but when when I'm embracing a season to get completely full of Him, then He's going to touch those areas, and the ministry and everything is fulfilled from that place. So I just want to live that lifestyle. Let's go to John 8, 8 and 31. Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then you are my disciples indeed. You know, it's important for us to embrace our season of breakthrough in our life. Not necessarily for us, but someone's waiting on us so they can have the breakthrough. Because their authority is gained through when we go through those breakthroughs as we've been, as Chad has taught us. And so he wants us to gain a heart. When, when we have a heart of embracing something for him, then there's, there's full life out of that. When it's, when it's gained from a place of something, of me gaining something, then, then it's self-focused again. And I'm not able to break through for something to give life to someone else. And I don't, as Chad said last Sunday, I don't want to rob somebody of their breakthrough because of my self-focus. Does that make sense? And that really touched me the other day when he shared that because I've done that a lot in my life. I've wanted, I've focused so much on, you know, God I need help with my finances. I need deliverance. I need I need wisdom. I need this and I need that. Why do I pray all those? Like, where, where is that coming from? Like, why am I praying for these things? And I have to admit, my heart has been exposed a lot in my life that it's all been for a self-gain. And I want to come to a place when I have the heart of Jesus that he lives his whole life and his whole ministry is for to lay his life down for us. And if I can have that heart that my whole life is to lay it down, that, that it's yours, Father. What you do with me, whatever that is, and truly mean that. You know, wh whatever that would mean for me. If that means to truly give my life or if it means to give my life in other areas or in all of it. I want to truly live a lifestyle that embraces that. And I want to do that for my brothers so they can have their breakthrough. And then Psalms 46.10, I think we all pretty know what that's saying. But it says to be still and know that he's God. And, and to me, this word know has just been, for the last few years, has just been precious to my heart. Because what does that word mean to know him? Like, what, is, what does that mean? You know, and, and to me, I feel like God's showed me that to know him, to that word know, is an intimacy. And it goes back to what she was saying in worship of the, 
the quiet time, the intimate time between you and him. I can do a lot of acts. I can do a lot of good things that act good. But if I don't rest in knowing him and rest in that place and, um, and to be still and quiet, like that's, that's a tough thing to do, especially in our culture, because everything around us is telling you, move your feet, right? Whether it's your job or whatever you're doing, everything around you is telling you you're not doing enough. And, and I believe he just wants us to, to just to be in that quiet place with him. And um, um, I'm going to read a real quick scripture out of Isaiah. 32.18. It's Isaiah 32.18. It says, And my people shall dwell in a peaceable habitation and in sure dwelling and in quiet resting places. You know, this abiding, this resting is on a place of, of letting him have our everything. And that sounds simple, you know, and I know we hear it a lot, but Tyler, do you really have it? You know, I was talking to Justin this morning and there's certain things that uh, you know by head knowledge and you, it makes sense. But when you encounter something, there's life to it. Does that make sense? And that's what happened to me at that prayer tunnel when I experienced watching everybody, and it truly broke me. For people that I didn't, there was, this was for people I didn't even know. And I saw some old, an older gentleman walk in, and, and just and from, from an older gentleman to the, to the little ones, it just really broke, broke me. And joy and, and happiness of how the Father may feel when we have a life that when we go through hurts and we go through things and he's sitting there and he just wants to love on us, but a lot of times we won't allow him to. Am I, not, am I the only person that has got in the way of allowing him to heal and touch me? I don't want to get in the way anymore. And he loves us so much that he'll allow us to get in the way, if that makes sense. And I don't want to do that. I want to remove myself out of the way so that he can impart to me what he, he wants. And he wants to impart everything to me. He loves me. And I want to gain some things now so I have authority with my wife spiritually. I want to gain things in my life so I can be that to my children. So I can be that to my brother. So I can be that to my community. Because that's what's going to change the world around us. Yes, it's good to go ask people if, if they know Jesus at, at the Walmart store. But when they see a life of that with the words of that, that's power and authority. 
That's what I want. That's what I desire is not to think these fundamental things are, man, I, yeah, I know I got that. Well, do you really? You know, it's like, just like me in my life. I want to really have some things grounded. And to me, I don't think I'm ever going to leave that. Does that make sense? It's a, it's a constant state of repentance, keeping a mindset of change as I walk every day. And to know that, Father, I'm just going to embrace where I'm at. And I'm going to love you. And I want my life to be so radically changed. And I want my mind to be so completely on you that when I encounter people, that they, are, they come to know you, they're healed, they're restored through my walk. Yeah. I know I've shared this with a lot of y'all here, but when I came here three years ago, when I, Chad was passing out water bottles on the square, I was pulling the wagon behind him and we were walking and, and I thought I was going to be there to protect my pasture. Little did I know <laughs> he didn't need my help. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, um, and I was walking behind him and I just seen him loving on everybody. He wore a t-shirt that said free hugs and he went and he loved on people. And I watched just different people have this wall up and instantly they would just change. And I remember, I'll never forget, I was walking behind him, and I said, Jesus, make my, my heart of no God like this man. Amen. To me, that's being a true disciple of Jesus. The walk, the pattern, the life is what drew me to repentance. Does that make sense? And so the goal is, is Chad's growing up a whole body to do that. He's, he's growing all of us up to be leaders in our community. He's, drawn, he's bringing all, drawn us all up to, to have authority in the kingdom so that we can walk into a presence of a demonic realm and it has to bow to the name of Jesus through a soft touch. So we can look at, we can look at the enemy square in the eye with nothing in here telling us we can't and going, I serve the King of kings and Lord of lords, and you have to bow to me. And when there is a whole body of people that comes from that place, he can't reside anymore. And so we're not only going to wreck what's happening in this, in this church, in this building, but we're going to carry it out. And it's going to be a ripple effect. And we're not just going to touch Harrison. We're going to touch Branson and Missouri and Arkansas and Texas and wherever else our, our flow goes. Because it's going to be contagious. And everybody's going to have a hunger that we have because there's love. That's one thing that, that draws all men unto God, right? Is love. And when they sense a body in a place of love... They're going to be like, I, that's something I've always missed. I'm craving that. And so this morning, as my heart, I wanted to share this with what God was showing me. But I want to express my heart. And I want us to pray as a body that we embrace this. But we also pray for each other to finish the race. That we don't quit. That we stay together. Because he can't break us if we're together. He wants, to, he wants to pull us and get us isolated and get us by ourselves to ambush us. 
But if we have this grit tooth and go, you know what? I don't care what's said. I don't care what's done. I'm standing with my brothers. And I've got their back. I don't got their back on some just if they do everything just right or if they say everything just right. No, I got their back no matter what. I'm standing with them and I will not be moved. And when we do that, this thing's just going to grow bigger and bigger and bigger because that's something that our culture's missing. It's, it's missing love. It's missing family and community. And I just, that's just been my heart this week. And I just appreciate y'all letting me share my heart this morning. And I just wanted to just express, express that to you guys. And I pray that, that the Lord has heard in, in my cry this morning. Because I'm thankful for what God's doing. I'm thankful that He allowed my family to be a part. That He brought us from Texas to here. To be a part of such a mighty, great family. And I can't do it without you guys. And I don't want to. And I'm not going to. And something Chad said a while back, and this just struck me. <laughs> He's like, I'm looking for a people that can't be driven away. You know, Jesus couldn't drive them away, right? So that like hit me and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so let's seek Jesus in such a way nothing can drive us away. Nothing. We are so solid and tight with each other that we're going to protect each other's back. And as we do that, we're going to be whole so that we can go and heal more. And it's going to grow and get bigger and bigger and bigger. And he's making all of us to be leaders. He's making all of us to go out and proclaim the gospel. But first, we've got to embrace the season. First, we've got to get our families in order. First, we've got to get our, our body in order. And then he's going to allow it to explode things. And so, if... Uh, if y'all don't mind, if y'all just stand with me, and I just want to just pray with us and for us, and and this week as we go through, go throughout our week, y'all may already do this, but please pray for each other. Pray for each other to finish the race, to embrace where we are. Pray for Chad and Sharon our, as our leaders are are where they are, and that you know, not only for their protection, but that God will bless them. That they'll have such an anointed time and God will just give them a place of rest. Where they can rest in Him and God will fill them and refresh them and bless them. And, and let's pray that for each other. Let's get concerned about what concerns our brother. You know, let's quit spending all our time on, on our, ourselves, praying for ourselves. But what affects my brother? Like, what is he dealing with? What's hard for him? What is he, what's going on in his life? Well, I got to get to know him to know that. So I just want to encourage all of us. Let's pray. Let's stand for each other. Let's not quit. Let's embrace it. And let's move forward. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you together as a whole body. And I thank you. I thank you, Father, for how much you've blessed us as a family. I thank you for each person. You're so proud of each individual in this room for their commitment to say yes to you. They have, they have said yes to the invitation. And Father God, I thank you that you are so pleased and honored by their lives. Father, we are thankful for the testimony of Anna this morning. 
Father, we are thankful for the things that you're doing, that you're healing homes, you're healing marriages, you're restoring children to their parents. I thank you, Father, for restoration that you're doing. And I thank you, Father God, that it is important that we don't quit because we got to have a breakthrough in ourselves to do a breakthrough in our community. And Father God, we just thank you right now for Chad and Sharon and protecting them from the top of their head, the soles of their feet. And I thank you for blessing them. And Father God, I, I thank you, Father, for blessing us with an awesome leaders in Jesus' name. And I thank you for his family. And I thank you that I pray for each individual as they go forth through this week. That in the name of Jesus, when things come, when the attack comes, they remember to embrace their season. They stop their feet and they remember what you're saying. And they put their minds on praying for the next brother when things are going wrong in their life. And you'll bring power and breakthrough through praying for the next person. As we lay our, down, our lives down, you're going to lift us up. So as I lay my life down for my brother and I lay my wants down and what I need and what all the things I'm asking, and I'm going to lift up the needs of my brother, he's going to be touched and healed in response. You will feel the things I need. So, Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus that this week that we go out and be, make a difference. We take this and we get grounded. And that as it comes as a flow, that you heal and restore this community. You heal and restore this nation. And we just thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. I just wanted to make a quick announcement. First, I want, to, I want to thank Brother Tyler here for stepping up. You know, it's awesome that we have a man of God right here with us. And, uh, you know, we miss Chad, but when Tyler speaks, we hear Jesus. That's what we're here to hear. And we thank you for that. Thank you, Brother Tyler. I also wanted to say we did forget to make an announcement at 2 o'clock today. We're going to be having um, Amanda Vitell um, baby shower for her. So if you guys want to want to come back, um, those who know it was on Facebook, but um, I think some of the ladies got some of that set up. So if you want to come back for that, it's at two o'clock. And uh, again, as it was announced earlier, at four o'clock we'll be having uh, getting together to prepare for the uh, nursing home thing for that. And there will be no discipleship at five o'clock. So I just wanted to make that announcement. You guys are dismissed. Thank you. Love you guys. I was going to make one more mention. Everybody, just keep Richard in your prayers this week. So, so thank you guys. Praying for Richard.